0: Hello, hello! Welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Monk, and the only podcast that has banned all members of Rage Against the Machine since they're renegades of funk funk, and we only accept renegades of monk monk. I'm your co-host, uh, Christy. Jonas, always Bonjour, by Andre, how are you? <laughs> that was a fucking. I think that might be your
1: best one yet. Yeah,
0: thank you, points, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. My favorite probably is the Gandalf. You shall not a uh, funk, but that's you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like that one too. Um, yeah. Did you ever do like a Beastie Boys that? Funky Monkey, or is that just like that? I think that was, I I
0: could try. I'll make try it next time. But I think that that's a little too complicated. Um, anyway. because it
1: has both of them in there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Because I don't know where I would put the don't. And yeah. Um, but anyway, but how any, are you?
1: Anyways, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I yeah I I'm glad we're back. And uh, yeah,
0: how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, we're here to talk about Mr. Monk takes a stand, um, an episode uh, that I think is. I think its concept is something that I'm glad they eventually tackled, um, because I think that there are definitely a lot of Monk episodes where they end and you're like, there is no way that any of this would hold up in court, like because they just they like Monk figures out who did it based on like this you know the slant of a sundial and it's like oh I don't think that jury would convict over that. So I think it is interesting that they did actually investigate what would happen if one of Monk's theories was put to the test in court.
1: That's true. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a good episode. Uh, I liked it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I For whatever reason, even though I don't even know if this is true, but is like, Jay Moore a good guy? I, I don't know. He seems like he would be canceled. That's all I'm right. not sure. I don't know
0: if he's been canceled, but he did famously get fired from SNL for stealing jokes. That's why he got fired from SNL. So. Oh, okay. Um,
1: well, but then he
0: somehow still kept getting opportunities. I think that Jay Moore is someone who is... I don't think he's a particularly talented actor, but I think he is so talented at this specific thing that he does in this episode, of being a slime ball that, like, he's basically doing the same thing he did in Jerry Maguire, like, it's just, being a slimy, being a slimy guy in a suit is something that he's incredibly good at, and I think if you ask him to do anything else, he's terrible, but, like, because he's so hateable, and, you know. Yeah,
1: he is, yeah. Would you say that in most other things, no, I guess you wouldn't say, but I just wanted to use the phrase, less is more that's okay. true
0: a thing i always think about is i remember when i first heard this like song one day more from les mis i thought one jay morning no. um so uh no i remember he was in a cbs sitcom called gary unmarried that lasts like three seasons which is crazy given that i think i'm the first person to say those words out loud in six years
1: i've yeah i i don't know I, it, I mostly it wasn't
0: him... good
1: yeah, I mostly remember him as weirdly playing a gay one part of a gay couple with Scott Wolf in the movie Go, which is a movie I saw way late in life that is actually fucking amazing.
0: I haven't seen it. I've heard it's good. Yeah, Jay Moore is very much in that late 90s time, like, where you know, yeah, um, but anyway, Jay Moore is the, the big guest star in this, but we start yeah. off in this episode where most episode ends. We start off with the Here's What Happened.
1: Right, yeah, so he's like, you know, they're at like, It's obviously seems to be like an artist's house, there's like a lot of sculptures and, and all kinds of, yeah, like artwork mm-hmm. and stuff, and basically the gist of it seems to be, or like, what what's getting him off the hook here is the fact that he has like a giant slab of marble, mm-hmm. and we'll get to a little bit of it later, I guess. Yeah, they don't really right explain it,
0: it at all. Um, Yeah, they don't really
1: explain it at all. But, I mean, I don't see why we just shouldn't bring it up right now.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. But, so basically, they're starting to do the Here's What Happened. But then, the man we just talked about, Jay Moore, playing Harrison Powell, um, rolls up. uh, And basically says, like, uh, nope, you're not going to do this. This is my client. You're free to go. Um, You know, which, once again, is something that in real life probably would happen during most Monk, Here's What Happens.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. He puts the kibosh on the interrogation real Mm. quick. And uh, and he makes a... the evan gildy gilday right mm-hmm. that's his name yeah. evan gilday uh he, he like you know he has like a little powwow let's just mm-hmm. say with harrison powell mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the powell i did i didn't even realize i was saying that but good okay, stuff though good okay, stuff i'm glad it, i'm glad it landed uh mm-hmm. yeah so they're having a little powell wall mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> and he, he's mentioning he seems a little nervous because he you know just like everybody else in the city of San Francisco during this time, they all read the fucking papers. Yeah. They all know Mr. Monk's reputation, or Adrian Monk's reputation, so he's like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get away with yeah. this, but Harrison it, Powell has, is very confident.
0: Yeah, because he's never lost, but I also will say, in fairness, if I were a high-profile person that was planning on killing my wife in San Francisco, and I did the due diligence to try to get away with it, it would be in my best interest to have heard of Adrian Monk. Like, I think the average person, sure, but he's a very high-profile person who's trying to kill his wife, so he he should know the opposing players, you know what I mean? Um, no, I'm not kidding, of course, he wouldn't actually know. Also, I do like that uh, um, Harrison mentions he, he tells Monk that he saw his In Focus episode, which is the TV show that is in Mr. Right. Holmes Hunter's case. So, Right. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we then cut to outside the courthouse, um, and uh, we meet D.A. Charles Friedkin, um, who is very nervous about this case, but Monk and Stylemire aren't, you know? Uh, Monk's testified at 112 cases. Stylemire, boy. Um, and their justification is, you know, that he's going to, they're going to win because, uh, Evan is guilty. And do you remember what freaking says in response to that?
1: No, not really. But I'm also just... So is OJ. The situation.
0: So oh, right. is OJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, right. you know, always oh, great.
1: But also, like, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. if you're the DA, if, if he's the, dis- the district attorney of yeah. the city of San Francisco, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be shook by any fucking lawyer. I'm no, fucking sorry. No, I agree. You need to have bigger stones than that.
0: Yeah, He's not the, you're not the D.A. of a podunk town. You're like, this isn't like the, you know, the hotshot lawyer coming in from out of town to, to, to do something, you know, it's... Uh,
1: yeah, this isn't a time to kill, man. Like, fucking figure it out. You, you Don't be shaking your boots, boots for yeah. anybody.
0: Although, obviously, that is the other way around, but yeah, you're right. Um, that uh, Oh, is that what it is? Well, it's that they bring in... Matthew McConaughey is the defense lawyer, and they bring in uh, the Kevin Spacey, who's like an outside... I think they... Bring in like a guy from the state. I don't remember. It's an outside. Like it's not the actual DA. It's weird. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. that movie is. I enjoy it. I like that movie a lot more than how good it is. <laughs> um, I
1: haven't seen it in a while, but all the only thing I'll ever remember is yes, he deserved to die, and I hope they burn him in hell.
0: Yeah. Um, it's an incredibly manipulative movie. Um, but uh, I what I can say, Joel Schumacher just makes hits. I mean, anyway. Um. Uh, so. Ooh. No, Batman Robin's not it. Well, Batman Robin is fun to watch. It's oh, not the good, number but it's 12. fun to watch. Um, anyway, uh, so... Um, they see, you know, uh, Jay Moore shows up and they say the devil appears. Uh, well, see, they speak of the devil and he says the devil appears. So he clearly revels in being a jackass, which, you know, um, you know, makes more fun. Uh, and so uh, they all go inside and um, we see the DA doing his direct examination of Stahlmeyer, He's going through it. Um, it's pretty standard. I did mock trial in high school, and I so I'm very sensitive to accurate portrayals of court. This isn't perfect, but it's better than most things because it actually, you know, structures a trial like a trial actually works. Um,
1: is it is it better than Law & Order?
0: No, uh, it depends. Law & Order obviously is such a big back because every episode... A... The big thing with Law & Order that they don't do right is that Objections need to be ruled on and like t- discussed. Like it's in real life, objections unless it's something that's obvious, it usually isn't as simple as objection X. Overall sustained, and they keep going. Like it, it, there's always usually more of a discussion beyond that. Um,
1: I-, I always thought the weirdest thing about Law and Order was the fact that like the same cops seem to be working with the same ADA. Like all yes, the that time. Uh, yeah, that
0: I can't speak to because that didn't come up in my trial. But also, there's a lot of like. um leading, like, there's too much leading witnesses on uh, direct examination and but that's not here for that. Because technically speaking, you need to t- ask them to t- treat the witnesses hostile if you want to start asking a uh, direct witness. A harder line of, of questions, question, yeah. Well, no, leading questions specifically, not harder. Uh, th- okay. Th- anyway, um, so he goes through it that uh, Evan Gilday was married to Nancy Gilday. They were separated, and we see flashbacks as this is all going on. Um, so they go to Nancy Gilday's home, which uh, is very nice, and they see that it looks like there's a break-in where someone made a hole in the glass door, opened it up, and then hit her in the back of the head with a statue, base of the skull, medulla, oblongata. Um, but Mug immediately notices a hole, hint, hint, in this theory. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, the thing he notices the most is that the item that, she seemed to, that Nancy seemed to have been killed with was a little bit further away from when they... Well, no, that's
0: the second clue he notices. The first clue is with the hole. I and mean, when I said hole, I meant on purpose because the hole to open up the door is too small is his point.
1: Oh, right, okay. Because that's how Randy yeah. gets the
0: two bandages because he tries to do it. Yeah, everything.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't understand the mechanics of it to be quite Meaning honest, that
0: because so they said that he made a hole in the door so he could reach his hand in and open the door, right? Like that's the thing that people do. But Monk's point right. was that the hole was too small for someone's hand to fit through. And that, so he did want to make it look like a break-in.
1: Oh, okay, right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, fair.
0: Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, they like I mentioned that both of his hands are bandaged, um, which is funny. Uh, and yeah. uh, as this is going on, we uh, see outside where, like, as they mentioned, Randy's hands are bandaged. Natalie's hiccuping, which is a little funny. And then, um, Monk scared her by saying, "If you hiccup again, I'll grab Randy's gun and shoot you."
1: Yeah, which um, you know, uh, wouldn't scare me at all because I know how adverse to uh, firing firearms uh, Adrian Monk is. But yeah, it seems to work uh, at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're quickly distracted by uh, Randy noticing an old friend of his, let's mm-hmm. just say. Yes. An old little buddy of his. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, Rudy Smith, who Randy mentored in the Big Buddies program because I guess the Big Big Brothers Big Sisters didn't want to Give their uh name like whatever like that. This is one of those things where like, I understand why it is, but when there's certain brands that are so synonymous with what they are, like the only thing that the only it's not like with um. If you That'd were to like make the Guinness,
1: like, B- the Guinness book of world records, or something. that's
0: similar. Like, like if you were to make up like a type of cola, like you know, like John's cola, it wouldn't be that crazy because like there are multiple different types of cola, right? But there is only one mentorship program. <laughs> like, there's just no nothing other than the big brothers big sisters. Like that's it, you know. So any other thing sounds fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, anyway. So yeah, so yeah, he's you know he's he's catching up with him and this guy by the way does. is played by
0: Jonathan Lipnicki, also of the film Jerry Maguire. But that's, that's not here Jonathan there. Lipnicki.
1: Yeah, this is before no he got shit. super
0: buff and started doing MMA, which I imagine he did because kids growing up probably called him Jonathan Limp Dicky. But that's not here or there.
1: Ooh, okay um yeah so so yeah he's he's catching up with him and he's you know trying to figure out what's become of him and uh then he like i think yeah at some point he just asks him like what he's there for and before he's able to mm-hmm. answer um another officer comes and basically reveals because uh, he's had like a jacket across his lap the whole time mm-hmm. he takes off the jacket and he's in cuffs so clearly he's at the courthouse to answer to some sort of crime that he committed
0: yeah and so when the cop comes over randy asks what it was for and apparently, uh, Rudy robbed a store and killed the clerk, which, uh, no bueno, bad stuff. You hate to see it.
1: Yeah. Um, wait, did you say he just robbed the store and that's it? No, he
0: killed the clerk. I said it.
1: Oh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know this kid either. Um, yeah, no, you know, I'm not going to even say it because it, it's just going to lead into an, uh, a line of questioning, like, why would you think he's guilty or why would you think he's not? And that's not where I'm trying to go. Yeah. But anyways... I would not have suspected that this kid was capable of doing that. He just seemed very young. Yeah,
0: um, it's he it, it just does not have the vibe of uh, yeah. It doesn't have Bruno. the
1: vibe of it. And uh, and and so yeah, as yeah as he's as the cop is walking away, not only is it like that they think he that he killed the, the 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 store person, but that it's murder one, which yeah. is a whole different level of yeah. Like, which
0: I someone. yeah I don't understand how you would do that with. I'm not obviously in the legal profession, but it feels like of murder during a robbery that was done with an improvised weapon definitionally can't be murder wrong. Like, anyway. Um, but yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not the district attorney. Uh, and so then we cut back to um, to Stoudemire doing his direct examination, and he mentions what you mentioned, that uh, Nancy was killed with a different, a, a piece of art that, you, that was further away from this fight than you would have thought.
1: Right, and uh, I mean, most crucially, it appears that it's a piece of art that wasn't made by him, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, the thing because the think Closer is made by him.
1: Correct, and it has, like, the initials, like, so it's it's no doubt about it, and of course, as we all know, artists are the most foolish shit people on this planet, mm-hmm. the last thing they'd want to do is destroy something that they created, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. Except for, like, Kanye West or something, but whatever. Yeah,
0: Um, and, you know, I think Banksy's pretty destroyed his own art a couple times, but, you know, um, that's make okay. a statement or something, um, but then uh, then we finally see Harrison's cross examination where he asks, you know, I think a pretty fair question of, uh, you know, is Adrian Monk a trained psychologist? Because how would he know that, uh, you know, Evan uh, wouldn't have used his own art, um, which obviously is intuitive. But the thing is, I think the thing I appreciate about this, the questions he asks, is because they are actually like. These are the actual questions that a They're defense relevant. attorney would ask to try yeah. to poke holes in it. Because, once again, his job is not to prove what did happen. His job is just to prove that they can't prove what did happen, That what what, hap- what they think happened. And so, like, you know, it. I think it's completely reasonable to be like, yeah, I guess what, I was, what I'm saying is that so much of Monk's theories of how he solves cases are, like, logic that you can follow in, like, a conversation. But in a legal sense, if you're going to convict someone— it actually isn't evidence that an artist wouldn't use his own art like that actually just is not you legally that's not a legal theory that's just uh it's intuitively true but that's you can't doesn't stand up to actual scrutiny
1: yeah correct i mean i i'm sure like if you read through the case files throughout years and years you would mm. find some artist that killed somebody yeah. with something in their fucking yeah. studio or yeah. something whatever yeah um but yeah so like this is like totally in bounds it's totally mm. fine um where it starts to get a little bit abusive and manipulative and like but I guess that's maybe that's yeah. how it goes. Mm-hmm. Is when you start asking like about why he was, uh, you know, uh, removed from the
0: that actually uh, when we will well, talk about that when we actually get to that scene. No, know I, no, I mean? Like yeah, I could get, yeah. it. I oh, yeah. get it. I
1: can get it. I can I can vibe with that. But it just it seems like I think they're putting too much emphasis on the fact that like he's not a cop. So why does Correct. it matter? Why he was released? That from being... it
0: does. Be- it does actually specifically because of what Monk and Stymare are doing they're testifying is what's called expert witnesses which means that they're allowed to, you know this because you asked for a motor that they're allowed to give their opinion on things as opposed to just what right. they know and what right. he's and so by establishing that he was removed from the police force for a psychological discharge he is basically under, undermining his credibility which honestly is completely fair you i it makes me wonder why he's the first person ever to do that because if i was at a if i was on trial for something, and the lead expert witness was someone who was fired from being a cop because he had a mental breakdown, I absolutely would want the, the my attorney to bring up that right. they fired as a cop. Like, that, I, that right. is relevant, because thing is, we know that Monk isn't affected by that, but, you know, the guy is, uh, an expert is, is, like, a level you have to reach. You have to be believable, and it is the defense attorney's job always to try to undermine someone's expert credibility, and so, like, the... The jury is entitled to know, in my opinion at least, that the person who's saying that they're an expert is not deemed to be suited to be a police officer by the city of San Francisco.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I think where where, where it always – where my issue is whenever this happens in mm-hmm. depicted media is it's always the scummiest motherfuckers that mm-hmm. are like the defense attorneys and that's mm-hmm. what it is.
0: I agree. I think that they – to turn it up a lot for entertainment and i think it is entertaining and i think it is also because they want you always to be on my side because i think that they don't want you to quite like because i think if they did it very organic like the way it would be in a normal courtroom because the thing that he the the one thing that's really inaccurate about this is that like in real life even if there's like scummy defense attorneys that are scummy outside the court like defense attorneys know that the number one thing that's going to get their client off is the Jury sympathy. So, defendants in real life are never dicks. Like you, you just don't. You, you know, you, you're not gonna be an asshole in front of everyone if you're trying to make them sympathetic to the person you're representing. Um,
1: right, 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 right.
0: Yeah. So, Starmar comes out, and he's in a huff. Um this is after uh, Randy mentions that you know he promised Rudy's grandmother that he'd look out for him. and This all this stuff at the moment is not interesting to me at all. Um, but uh, Starmar is really pissed, and he says that Harrison is like Muhammad Ali and then he starts miming punches
1: yeah you know he's um yeah I, I, it's one of those things where like it's an episode and stuff and like cause I'm sure Leland's been through so much over mm-hmm. the years that like I really don't think Harrison Powell would be really shaking this dude up but no. nonetheless uh yeah he's so he's Obviously, he's been fucked up by this whole experience, mm-hmm. and he knows, and they know that Monk is going to be yep. going up next. And mm-hmm. Monk is of a more fragile character, so, you know, he's kind of warning him, like, hey, he's fucking vicious. Like, you need yeah. to be ready. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, um, he goes in, he finishes up his direct uh, testimony, and then. Well, the no, hold on,
1: hold on a second. Oh, That's okay. the oh right. Comparing?
0: Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the mustard.
1: Oh, no, I don't even know you No, the about, mustard but, like, he
0: puts on it where he says, Evan Gilday's the guy, and gives an exaggerated wink.
1: Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because, like, he goes into it, and that's part of, like, what, you know, adds to the next scene. It's like, mm-hmm. he's so fucking confident that he's going to be able to get his point across, mm-hmm. and obviously we see what happens next.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, he finishes it up, and then the DA's like, thank you for your service, which I feel like is really... I hate that. just dumb. i turned me, against River said that. Um, But anyway... uh they mentioned that they, they go over what um, the story about going to the studio, to Evan's studio, when they confronted him. Um, and so we got a flashback, and, uh, you know, apparently Evan, quote, seemed shaken up, according to the police officer who was there. But as they come in, um, he is, uh, seems completely non-bothered when they first walk in by the whole situation.
1: Um, yeah, you know, uh <laughs> Sorry, I, I I missed that. What was
0: it? He just has his headphones in and does you know is just working away and then and then okay. when they uh, what? Who is this guy? I don't know. He's been in stuff, but he's not. I don't think I he's s- famous.
1: He has a. a remarkable... He looks like
0: he looks like Penn Gillette's younger brother. Okay, thank you, that?
1: thank you. That's what I was gonna <laughs> say. He looks like Pen fucking Gillette. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah he's he's basically nonplussed about the whole situation. I mean. Yeah.
0: And then he, and he does the OJ defense of why aren't you looking for the real killer? Um. And, uh, you know... Because he cleanses Don't Don't a-
1: don't, give, don't give OJ that. That's everybody's fucking... That's defense. fair.
0: I guess, you know, OJ's thing is that he says that he's looking for the real killer. Because <laughs> he said yeah. he was going to dedicate the rest of his life to finding the real killer. Which is, you know,
1: uh, always funny. Um, the juice is on the loose. He's still... He's loose! He's just... He's tweeting! He's just around. I still can't believe this, man. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen, but... I, all right, sure.
0: <laughs> and I, the thing is, whenever you see him tweet, too, when he does the videos... He, like, his laugh is the most sociopathic thing I've ever seen in my life. Where he'll he'll face will go for just normal talking, and then he'll just be like, and yeah, you know, I think that... <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that you know, I think... Anyway. Um, OJ's crazy. Uh, and his and massive
1: fucking head.
0: It's j- crazy how big his head is. And that has nothing to do with his ego. Uh, but anyway, um, Evan's alibi is that he says he was working all night on a uh, statue of uh, a nude woman. But when Monk is describing what the statue is... He makes a sound. Um, can do you want to give your best approximation of it, or would you like me to? Your microphone is not really picking it up on my end, but I'm imagining it's going to on yours. So no, you don't don't move it closer. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. It's just like a. It's basically like a high pitched noise. Yes.
0: And um, I do love that we cut to the, the court and he's making that sound, um, and. Uh, They're like, you just made a sound. He's like, no, I didn't. And then when they asked the stenographer to read it back, um, which stenographers, by the way, in person are so distracting. I remember when I went to like the circuit competition, which is like the level above local for about trial. We had to be warned that there were going to be stenographers there and not to stare at them. And I'll tell you this. It was very hard um, because they're click clacking away. Um,
1: Have you ever have you ever done jury duty?
0: No, I have not done jury duty.
1: I've always gotten excused every time. Or, like, I've never just been picked.
0: I think I got a notice in college when I was away. So, I... And then never, after that, I haven't, um, been... You have, a,
1: you have a bench warrant, my friend.
0: I definitely don't because, uh, I would be aware of... Well, because for most of the time, until very recently, all that would have been going to my parents' house, and my mom would definitely be on top of that. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm 95% sure I've never been called for jury duty. Um, okay. But anyway, uh... Yeah, so the way the synographers work, by the way, is they don't actually have, I don't know if you know this, but they don't actually have, uh, like, a keyboard, a QWERTY keyboard. They basically have, right. like, a keyboard that's made of syllables and different things, so they can type faster, which I think is cool. But this, then the sniper reads back, revealing a naked...
1: <laughs> yeah, our yeah. boy has an issue with nudity, as we all yeah. know.
0: And so then when they bring the statue out, uh, Monk has trouble looking at it, um, and he says that... Uh, that he got the gist, you know, um, and, yeah. From the upper portion of it. Exactly. Um, and so, uh, he's, and obviously this is where things start falling apart because it's like if the main expert witness is not willing to look at Exhibit A, probably not great. I, this one of the situations is, as I always say, I hate to go back to it, but with the OJ trial, there's a difference between someone actually being, having done it and being able to, uh, Convict them, I. If I was on the jury, I absolutely would have quit Evan. Like, there's just you can't. If this shit's happening, I'm saying you can't. You can't vote. To, I can't do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I I wanted to agree with you, um, but also like we did. Also, I, I don't know if this is how it usually works, but like this was like the fastest court case of that's all. A, that's that's I was
0: gonna bring that up later. There's no way that Randy would sell bandages on his hands. It would be like a year at least. There'd be appeals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et
1: cetera. Right, right, yeah. So that was my concern about the whole thing. Yeah.
0: I guess it means I only wouldn't convict because there was no physical evidence, really. Like there was no like DNA on anything. And obviously they avoid DNA in Monk, but that means that there was no DNA. Um the only real thing they had was motive and then obviously monk's theory about the gravel, but you know
1: What was the motive again? The motive was that, that they, they were, were getting separated?
0: divorced. Yeah, and that she was gonna get a big <laughs> chunk of change. Um
1: oh, okay. The end, I think mean, I missed that part. Yeah.
0: You know, motives a lot of times in monk are very simple because in real life they are very simple. Most of the time people kill each other because they don't want to give them money or they don't want their marriage to fall apart. Like those are really the two main reasons people murder people. (laughs) Um, And so uh, we then cut to Randy talking to uh, to Rudy um, and Rudy insists that he didn't kill anybody. He robbed the place, but he didn't kill nobody.
1: Yeah. um, He only took 30
0: bucks and a gold chain. I want to make sure I get that detail in.
1: Right, yeah, and like when you hear about where it all happened, I mean, it just makes sense. Like, I don't know how you were expecting to make a ton of cash at a auto parts store. I mean, I guess maybe. I guess auto parts are expensive, but uh, you know, I feel like yeah.
0: I just yeah. I I mean, I don't want to give people advice of what places to rob, but I also feel like an auto parts store, especially by like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, is a place like if I'm making a big spend on auto parts, I'm not paying. I'm not paying cash. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, get a jewelry store, we've seen it a million times, like, that's where Yeah, a
0: jewelry store, or, like, somewhere that's very cash-heavy, you know, like, um, what's the place that people pay, like, something that's small, high-volume, small bills, like, type place, um, you know, uh, but not, I'm not giving you advice, um, but, like, for example, like, a $1 pizza place, you know, in New York City, that would be somewhere that would have a lot of cash, um, but, uh, anyway, um. So
1: Yeah, good luck, man. That shit is probably mobbed up. You're gonna, no, you're, it is you're for fucking... sure. No, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Don't do that. Uh, also, because like I can't think of anyone that would... I don't know when you would rob that, because they're all like on the busy corners. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, uh, so Randy remarks that the gold chain is not mentioned anywhere in, in uh, the police report. But then Randy makes them put on the friendship bracelets, um, and they can't lie to each other then. And then Rudy swears that he didn't kill no woman.
1: Yeah, um, and you know what? Just because it's Monk, I believe him. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Monk is then adjusting the microphone, um, and uh, it's making a lot of annoying noises. You know, classic. And it's Monk not, stuff. And,
1: it, and it's not, and it's not looking good for him. Uh, looking as uh, like a credible witness. No. Or expert witness.
0: No. And so, uh, what uh, Harrison Powell says is that art experts all agree. That, um, this statue would take 12 hours to make, which is enough of an alibi.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, you know... Because, become, because, because, because
1: he, he has a receipt exactly. for the slab of marble that shows that it was delivered at around 5 p.m. the previous day. Yeah. Right? He, well, the he will not
0: Specifically, it's for a slab of that type of marble. But, right. And Monk says, how do we know it's the same slab? And what, uh, Evan points out is, well, what would I do with it? Like, would I hide it? Um... Which you I mean, know, he
1: lives in the fucking wilderness. Like, that is sure. true,
0: but it is a gigantic slab of marble that I think would be impossible, probably, to uh, move by himself.
1: By himself, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. And so, uh, Monk is looking around. You know, we're looking inside the, uh, looking inside the his shop. He sees a big extension cord. Shouts to Gary Marshall's character in season one. Um, he sees, mm, he sees a clock. Right. He sees a clock, and he opens up a freezer and finds a popsicle. Which is a little bit melted. And so. Yeah. uh, Yeah. This this is why Monk is, you know, a genius detective, but also, like, this one is a pretty big leap in logic. With what all you saw, what does he conclude?
1: He (laughs) concludes that he used, uh, like, a a heavy piece of machinery that, like, requires a lot of electricity, and that would have caused uh, some sort of power fuse. He he blew a fuse. Yeah, as you me- did, you you mentioned that the clock is twenty minutes slow. No,
0: right? I was going I was alling that oop up, up to you.
1: Okay, yeah. So basically, um, yeah, he notices that the clock in his studio is twenty minutes slow, and in the freezer, like you said, there was a half melted popsicle, clearly implying that he blew a fuse at some point. A mm-hmm. flu, a fuse, a fuse. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Monk concludes that he probably used a jackhammer to chop up the marble real fast, mm-hmm. and yes. then he fine tuned the details later on.
0: Well, and then he's like where in summer well what Evan says is where did I put it and the thing I actually like about the way that the guy who plays Evan who is something Reitman I, but I don't think he's related to the Reitmans of directing um, that he I, the way I actually like the way he plays the, these scenes because he's playing it he's overdoing it by a lot you know I I, I imagine intentionally like he, he is overreacting to everything like a man who's very guilty you know what I mean <laughs> like when I ask, like how do you want to say him he's like because I have a receipt it's like if you if it was just a coincidence, you wouldn't be that Adam. You'd be like, "Oh my God, I think I have receipts somewhere," you know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, he's very it's very tele- uh, telegraphed for sure. Yeah. 100%. And
0: so Monk points out that they're standing on it. The driveway has gravel on it that is that marble. So, uh, cool stuff.
1: Yeah, and um, and unfortunately for Monk, uh, you know Harrison Powell. I'm sure he's pulled all kind of chicanery in his past. Uh, he happens to have a sample of the gravel in a mm. in a wheelbarrow that gets wheeled in, and uh, you know he says he starts basically grilling Monk and like taking out little pieces of the gravel yeah. and being like, oh, does this match this? Does this mm-hmm. match that? He's you know, he's poking more holes in in mm-hmm. Monk's uh, yeah. investigation.
0: And I think the thing that would make me, if I was on the if I was in the jury, refuse to convict him is because when Monk says it's not a theory, it's what happened. That is like, okay, you're doing too much like that that's just not how ju- law, the law works you can't just do that like they, what do we three like come on <laughs> um,
1: yeah man come on exactly I, I didn't know yeah fine. and
0: so um Natalie then stands up and yells objection um which would have got her kicked out of the courtroom without a doubt they wouldn't have just said be quiet um and uh so they ask the judge asks who that woman is which she probably wouldn't do um but then that gives Pal the opportunity to say that woman is the witness's nurse um which right but
1: yeah well you know he's just getting there because he knows he wants to fucking bury him next um and you know monk corrects him and says she's not my nurse she's my assistant my nurse left five years ago which obviously is gonna ask uh you know it's gonna beg some questions
0: yes uh it's gonna raise some questions i don't want to be pedantic but i'm gonna be pedantic that phrase is misused all the time anyway you uh, fucking
1: son of a bitch!
0: Yeah, no, I know. I I'm really gonna rot in hell for the sins that I've committed in the world, so you can rest easy now. You're
1: you're seriously like the Jay Moore of this podcast.
0: That's on. Uh, I the the thing is, uh, there are only two of us, and so like almost definitionally, I have to be just because I'm like, even if I was only one percent smarter than you, and 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 I don't know if this should make you feel be- better or worse, but I definitely am more smarmy on this podcast than I am in real, regular life.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I've noticed.
0: I think I think it's probably just because what i found in podcasting is you always you basically have to create 100 percent of like a personality between you and the co-host so it's like you're incredibly unpretentious on person so it's like well i gotta i gotta add a little bit to keep it balanced um anyway yeah um no i'm kidding it's mostly just because i think it's funny um and so monk then yells objection to the only thing thing he said um
1: and natalie uh, objects too
0: well i already mentioned that the natalie okay sorry See, that's why I'm always paying attention, because I have to put in all the, the 100% the hundred of the paying attention to what's being said on the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm,
1: like, looking at my fingernails trying to see how bad I want to cut them. Go on. Oh,
0: okay. Good. I mean, honestly, you can never cut your fingernails too much. Unless you're doing coke, then leave one long. Um, and so... Oh,
1: good luck. <laughs> I don't know
0: why I said that. It's been a long weekend. Uh, yeah. And so, uh... Jay Moore asks, why do you need a nurse, Mr. Monk? And, um... You know, the... Uh, The DA tries to object, um, and it gets overruled, um, which I think that that is something that I think is borderline, um, and, uh, he talks about his breakdown, he left his police force, and then they ask, why did you leave the police force, what were the terms, because the thing you try to do as a lawyer, and I say this as someone, once again, who only did high school mock trial, but did place fifth in the state, so thank you very much, um, but, uh, a thing you really you want to try to do as a lawyer is a lot of it. Famu- just...
1: By the by the way, famously a state that let Casey Anthony get away with murder.
0: Famously, the courthouse that the state competition is in is that same courthouse.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I can't say anything else because OJ definitely got acquitted yeah. here. No, yeah, life, so I was gonna say I'm not yeah. holding the moral high ground no, 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 here.
0: No, no but but uh, no, I actually I, I've seen the courtroom where that the Casey Anthony case took place. It's in the Orange County Courthouse. Uh, interesting building. Anyway. That you're just trying to get, a a lot of what you're trying to do is you're trying to get your witness to say specific phrases. So he really wants Monk to say what phrase about his leaving the police force? Um,
1: That it was a psychological discharge?
0: Psychiatric discharge. Like he really, because you want to get that on the record. That that type of thing that you that, you know, because in closing, they don't show his closing argument, but I guarantee in his closing argument, he says, And the primary expert witness was left the police department due to a psychiatric discharge. You know, that type of thing.
1: Um, Did you just say primary?
0: The primary expert witness, yeah.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. I can't, I slur my words sometimes because I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, no. I, w-
1: I was like, I no. don't know why that didn't sound right. No, to me. Okay, I,
0: I, I, yeah, I. Um, my bad, my
1: bad, my no, bad. No, no, no.
0: It's definitely my bad. I slurred my words incredibly bad. This weekend, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to bring up something that I was made fun of a lot for in a new venue, but I slurred my words in a conversation that it, on Friday night to where it was brought up multiple times later that night on Saturday Afternoon and then Saturday night. Just one thing I slurred so badly that is now a thing my brothers are making fun of me for. So um, yeah, definitely uh, I think I do a lot. Um, Okay. And so uh, then he brings up he has this is where he has the hammer where he's like kind of this is a heat check where he's like and what you really want is to get reinstated.
1: Yeah, I mean I fucking hated this for like whatever reason because like it hasn't even been brought up in fucking forever. Like he hasn't really actively tried to get reinstated. But yeah, that's probably, it doesn't matter it. if
0: it's true or not, is the thing. I think that that's why it doesn't... I didn't mind it, because... it that's Because we know... Because... Monk never had to have actually tried to get reinstated in order for Harrison Powell to make this argument. He just needs to put it in the... Now, I think that this would be... I would object if... This would be probably objected and sustained uh, if it was brought up, um, because that's speculation, um, and it's actually not relevant. Um, you know, uh, but... It is definitely, uh, he causes Monk to go crazy. And then once Monk jumps over the witness stand, he would certainly be restrained. Um, they're very, uh, there's, there's like no nonsense. That's probably the number one thing that law shows get wrong. I mean, the, that and objections, but like, if you do literally anything but stay in the witness stand and keep speaking at a regular tone, you will get instructed to calm down or, like, restrained. It's just no nonsense at all.
1: Right, and that's how I would want it to be. Like you know, I'm not. Yeah, saying absolutely, like,
0: yeah. Like all yeah. the ways that the all the ways that the law is not actually like TV are definitely for the better. The American legal system's fucked up, but like it absolutely should not work like you know, an sort of television.
1: It shouldn't be a kangaroo court.
0: No, unless all the judges and jury members were kangaroos, in which case that would be a lot of fun. Um...
1: I mean, I don't know, man. Kangaroos can look... Like, they're pretty fucking scary. For, like, I've seen some pretty that, ripped That is true. Um, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: so, um, they then... Uh, um, at the back. end... like,
1: they, Yeah, yeah at basically, like, you know, we know what it is. Like, he yeah, he brings up the crazy. jackhammer then. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it's just... hes He looks unhinged, so, like, nothing he says at this point is going to change their mind, the jury's mind about how everything looks. And sure enough, at the end... The jury finds uh, Evan not guilty of killing... Yeah. Uh, his wife. Once again, completely fact. If, if the
0: primary witness jumps over the, it starts trying to put rocks together. I'm like, this, what am I gonna do? Well, I send a guy to jail for the rest of his life for that. Like, yeah, right. and,
1: and, and yeah, and, and the the thing that helps like this like uh, you know go down a little bit smoother mm. is the fact that we didn't see exactly how off the rails like Stottlemyre's yeah. testimony went because you would just assume that they would take the police mm. officers' yeah. uh, testimony a little bit more seriously than an expert witness.
0: Uh, yes and no. Because all of Summer's testimony a cap, is talking a captain, about Monk, a
1: captain, a captain, yes,
0: a captain. No, but you have to understand that Summer been in his testimony kept saying Monk said this, Monk said that, and then Monk comes in and starts, you know, like yeah. Um, well,
1: that's that's a major faux pas on his part because you don't yeah. want to give too much to the fucking. I witness, agree. So you should that, have. I yeah.
0: I agree. Well, I mean, you don't. It doesn't actually. If Monk was completely cool, calm, cool and collected, it wouldn't be a problem. Because I mean, in like any case in this day and age that relies on DNA, it's all just according to the findings of Dr. So-and-so. So, like, in real life, expert witnesses are often the most important witnesses. So, like, that's actually not that out of the ordinary. Um, but, uh, you know, it... But also, the other side will always have an expert witness, too. That's the thing. That, like, yes. you know, like, it, there's... That they have the art experts or whatever. Anyway, um, Evan then gives an interview and talks about how he's happy the American justice system worked, etc. Um, and, uh, you know, Bunk is really, uh, really upset with himself he feels bad about the gravel on the microphone
1: yeah you know he he's so upset with with himself that for like the millionth time on this show he he wants to quit well you're forgetting
0: important detail that they point out that okay he can't ever be tried again because of double jeopardy which is a movie that completely misunderstands how that term works um it's fine it's a fine it's a fine thriller but um it's that you can't be tried for the same crime twice and inca- and when it say same crime it means literally not the same crime not if you're convicted for killing your husband and then you get out of jail like 10 years later you can't kill him somewhere else and then not get convicted for it even th- like it's not like if the war it's, not like- it's- and, you know you get it you get you everyone knows why that movie's dumb. um anyway yeah. uh, so they ask how he sleeps at night and he says like a baby in a real expensive bed um and uh, yeah so we then um, see uh, Evan drive away. And Monk notes that the taillights on his car don't match. Do you think that that's
1: uh, going to be relevant? Gee, I wonder.
0: I mean, yeah, we I don't even know why I made the joke. Cause like it's a 42-minute show. Like, yeah, they don't have that much time for stuff that's not relevant. <laughs> oh. Uh, but um, then we see on a bizarre, like, is it like a local late-night show, Harrison Powell's being interviewed? This scene feels completely unnecessary
1: yeah yeah for sure i mean it's just like driving further just how much of an asshole he is which is yeah. you know it works in a way because like it just makes you root for his downfall that much of more yeah so that's probably the only purpose it serves. yeah
0: his book is called undefeated um and uh yeah so that's how it's gonna come up then we see dr bell and he mentions he's quitting um and dr bell says oh is it because of the tv interview um and Monk didn't know that there was a TV interview at all.
1: You need, you need to workshop that. that I'm
0: gonna... I know that. I know. As I was saying it, it's like... My thought was, I hope that Andre just wants to keep talking about the episode and doesn't stop to have how bad my Hector E. impersonation is. Nah, that's too bad. I'll work on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone else has been spot on, so you can't just fucking half-ass your impersonation. I, the only yeah, other
0: impression point. I do is Stalmeyer, and I say, And it's fucking amazing! Monk! Anyway, um... He's Muhammad Ali. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Apparently, uh... Powell did mention Monk by name.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. Like you said, he he pretends like he didn't remember, but he did mention him by name, and we saw... Oh, well, we didn't see that. No. But so then he tells him that, obviously, he doesn't want him to quit, um, Mm -hmm. to quit because he's, you know, he could help a lot of people. And so... He starts to get into, like, what's obviously going to lead to some sort of a story. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that he could learn a lesson from. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they go back and forth on whether it's a parable, it's, you know, some some form I, of... I think it's an allegory, because the
0: parable, I think, ta- is fictional. But I just do not hear there.
1: Correct, yeah. And so, and Dr. Bell correctly says that it is. And, you know, obviously he tells one of the more cliché, you don't have to know shit about sports to be able to get this uh, allegory mm-hmm. across. Mm-hmm. But essentially, he unbeknownst to me, and I would have never guessed that Hector Elizondo or Dr. Bell was a baseball star growing up, and, um, so yeah, he was, uh, he was, I guess he used to face this guy, I don't remember what his name was. Scotty
0: Hunt, but that could not matter less.
1: Yeah, Scotty Hunt, and, uh, for whatever reason, like, you know, he was a good player, or, Dr. Bell was a good player, but this guy struck him out 15 times in a row, um, it must have been a local rivalry, I would imagine, or someone they played a lot, um, and uh and for whatever reason he couldn't figure out and he wasn't just gonna let this guy talk him out of his game because he was good enough and eventually he was breaking down the tape he was in the film room with. he was fucking, chewing tape he was chewing tape he was in the room with uh i mean i don't know who in who in baseball chews tape but I he was, was in like, the room with tre-
0: fucking uh john de podesta who is the character jonah hill played before they renamed him in moneyball keep going
1: it's Paul De Podesta.
0: Paul De Podesta. So. Podesta. John. John Podesta. I'm finding John Podesta, who is the Hillary Clinton guy. Paul De Podesta. Thank you very much. I apologize.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say some shit like Jaws and like John Gruden or something like you know. Oh yeah, guys. yeah. You know, I, you see this Scotty Hunt
0: guy? He loved to throw a curveball. I call him Curveball Scotty. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so he, as he was breaking down the tape, he realized mm-hmm. that he had to tell. He was tipping his pitches. He was mm-hmm. a regular U Darvish of whatever mm-hmm. fucking college he went to. Mm-hmm. And so the next time he came up, which you know, just so happened to be down three runs with mm. the bases loaded, and he has a fucking grand slam to win the game and win the playoffs. Whatever which is the fuck bullshit. that means, because he's in college. What are you doing the college world series? And if if this guy fucking won the
0: college world series on a grand slam, he would be someone like even play to the pros. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah, the, the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. Like
1: what the hell are you? What what? Come on. Yeah. that's what i'm saying it's like written by someone who like actually doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about yeah um but anyway so so yeah and you know after he tells this whole story monk just you know thank god Mm -hmm. he just gives it a simple i still quit yeah i think that i I don't think that i don't think that they
0: i think that they want you to take it both sincerely and ironically because like it the point is correct that like no one is unbeatable and that like you should, if you're not gonna, you might as well put in the effort to try to. Floyd Mayweather
1: is apparently. Oh yeah, Piece but of shit. yeah,
0: uh, uh, but what about a uh, compound sentence? Is he?
1: Ooh. Uh, or what about that tree? How tall is that tree?
0: Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so Monk is so an,
1: ni- that's so niche. That's so niche.
0: Truly for zero people. Um, yeah. And so uh, Monk is organizing his files, and he's gonna burn them. Which I just loot I love the unspoken joke of money's gonna burn his files but he needs to organize them first
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i do like that too um so he's tossing his his case files but you know natalie and disher are there and you know they're not there just to go visit their friend who's down bad they need him uh because obviously disher doesn't believe that rudy smith uh murdered the woman Mm -hmm. at the at at the auto parts store and as you know as it always plays out he's very reluctant to do it and he's Putting himself down and all that shit, and uh, you know, eventually at the end of the fucking day, he decides he's gonna yeah. give it a yeah. A, a, yeah. a try, a good old yeah. college try. Yeah,
0: and the but the big, his big hang big is that well, one other than the Harrison thing is that he confessed to the robbery but not the murder, which obviously is uh you know a thorny a thorny situation, um,
1: and so yeah, I mean I don't know why because like if you're copping into something. You have to expect that you're going to go to fucking jail.
0: Yes, it. but also I believe... Th- I don't know how it works, but there definitely is, like, a statute where you can get charged with a murder. It's in the felony murder rule. If you're committing a felony where a murder takes place, you can also get charged with a murder, even if you weren't actually the one to commit the murder. Um Oof. Which okay. is... Would you believe that that's, like, almost used exclusively in, like, racist contexts? Would you believe that? Um, that it's, like, used no. to, like, like, put, like, ten Sh- people in jail for one murder?
1: Oh. Well. Surely not.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. Um... And, like, in times where they specifically know the one person who did it, but they're like, no, we're going to put you... Anyway. Um, great stuff. Uh, so, we go to the scene, and they're recreating it. I do like the bit where Natalie plays the uh, the owner, and uh, this was like, she was older. <laughs> Is it yeah, Natalie's yeah, supposed yeah. to do something?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Let me put on some makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they reenact the crime, and, like, you know, they're going through it, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like a whatever thing. He can't really pick anything up until he notices that there is a security camera mm-hmm. in the corner of the of the store mm-hmm. yeah well
0: first i should want to mention that he notices that he she was killed with a tire iron but it's so if it was uh planned he right, right, right. up like a weapon and but then he impersonates harrison being like uh he knew that there would be a weapon there have you been to an all parts store mr monk do you even have a license no it says they won't give you a license objection
1: <laughs> yeah yeah which is like something i do all the fucking time so i was like what you say objection to yourself no, I have conversations with myself like oh, all yeah, yeah. the time. I like, only no, do like, when I'm com-
0: when I'm completely alone. But um,
1: oh no no no, I do it to my wife all the time. Like I'll say some shit and I'll speak for her, and then I'll just like keep going with oh. it. It's actually very disturbing. But yeah, uh, it's
0: yeah. Honestly, not that bad. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. It's mostly
1: go- like for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah I, it, that's normal. Uh, and so um, then, yeah, he notices the camera, but the recorder is empty.
1: <clears throat> yeah, the recorder is empty, and Disher points out that. Uh yeah, that it appeared to have been taken, or <clears throat> damn, would you believe that one of
0: us just took a hit of a vape pen? is? That <laughs> that you, would you believe that?
1: Yeah, I don't know why my voice is like that. That was so weird cause you just took a, hit of a vape pen. <laughs> no, I know. um but anyway, so <clears throat> the weird thing about that is that, yeah, like obviously the the tape was missing and all that. Um, and for whatever reason, this seems to be one of those security cameras where the tape is actually in the camera itself. Sure. as opposed to I'm willing hatchet- to believe that it, yeah it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, And that's when they they unfortunately uh, height shamed the fuck out of our guy Jonathan Limniki. Also, probably why he
0: went down a bad road and became an abject MMA fighter. Um, Correct. I don't know if you've seen any photos of him as an adult. It's really like, man. um, I would if I was a child star. If I was a friend of a child star, I would rather them spiral into like drugs than have Jonathan Limniki's life. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna take that back, but I do. That's one thing I will publicly take back, but privately do mean. Um, anyway, uh, so... I'm, they like,
1: rubbing th- my face right now in, like, protest. Like. Yeah, it's
0: fair. That's understandable. That's um, I just think that, you know, if you're a guy who's dedicated your life to MMA, I just have nothing in common with you, and I don't care to know you. Um, Same. Have and you so- seen
1: Warrior?
0: Uh, I have not seen Warrior. I should. I, I refuse
1: to watch that movie because of the MMA thing.
0: I, yeah, I just don't get it. I just, and I don't... Anyway, um, and so, uh... <laughs> then Monk is, like, talking about, like, he couldn't no, no no No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 i'm not gonna take anything out unless you want me to uh no, no. <laughs> and so um he if anybody's impersonating harrison again like he could have didn't need a stepping stool there's a bunch of things in here why are you crying monk objection badgering overruled um and so that definitely by the way would get sustained um but uh actually no maybe i don't know maybe not uh but they're like you have to get him out of your head you know but it's just distors- rent free yeah exactly Jisher starts reading more details, and there's a little detail that uh, that sounds familiar. Uh,
1: yeah, it's about—oh, yeah, yeah. So the thing that's familiar is that the lady was struck over the head just once. Um, In the Modula just- of
0: Longada, which this oh, isn't really the- enough. To, I think a lot of bludgeonings are done this way, but it's, it it is it. is—this isn't actually evidence. This is just something that piques Monk's interest.
1: Yeah, this wouldn't necessarily raise a normal person's no. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to yeah. disrespect Monk, but a normal person's like no. uh, eyebrows, right? Yeah. Like he would just be like, okay, well, you know, it's but, a tire ironic. Yeah, like,
0: but it happened to be the same night at about 10 p.m.
1: Yeah, yeah, around the same time ish mm-hmm. of uh, when his, uh, when Evan Gildi- Gilday's uh, mm-hmm. wife was killed. Yeah, and so they go outside, and you know, Monk's checking out the surrounding area. He's in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and he's going through the bushes, and he finds. A broken taillight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we then cut back, we cut to Evan being interrogated, and they tell him that it's about Sarah Paddock, and he's like, you know, um, uh, I thought you caught that kid, you know, uh, I've read about it in the newspaper, which whenever you say that you read it, like, you didn't read about it. How many killings have you read about it in the newspaper? You know what I mean?
1: Like... That's what I'm saying.
0: Although he is lying, so, like, we actually don't need to take him at his word.
1: <laughs> right, exactly, and, um... And so that's where he basically uh, goes to the here's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so, sure enough, I mean, oh, and the, well, we I don't know if you mentioned it previously that Ruby's but, like watching. What, no. no, no, no. When when Evan was um, when he was cleared of murdering mm-hmm. his yeah. wife, there was a little conversation outside where uh, Harrison mentions that he can't be tried again for killing. Yeah, his yeah, wife. with double jeopardy. Okay, did I we spe- mention that? I specifically referenced the Ash- Ashley Judd movie, yes. Oh, fuck, okay. I, in but, fact, yeah. I probably
0: did too long of a riff
1: on it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, he drove to San Francisco and sure enough, he did murder his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but as he was leaving, one of his tail lights either burned out or was mm-hmm. taken out or something. Yeah. So, he had to change it because if you get pulled over by a cop, there yeah. goes his fucking alibi. Yeah, exactly. So, he drives, to or he, I guess he goes to the auto parts store and just happens to be there at the same time that Rudy Smith is robbing the place. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Rudy Smith gets away. Mm -hmm. And the store owner, Sarah Paddock, unfortunately mentions the fact for her, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. mentions that don't worry, it's all good. This has been on camera. And as he was caught on camera being in that store, getting a replacement tail light. He's fucking done for, basically. Yeah. I mean, I, they still have to do connect the dots, but yeah. Like, but but if his
0: alibi, he doesn't have an alibi, and he's three blocks away from where his wife is murdered, I mean, like...
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. because, like, you're just going to go all of a sudden and get your taillight fixed and then just come back. In a, fix- a
0: completely different city, because his studio is in Santa Barbara, so, like...
1: Correct, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so, yeah. They then... Uh, he says he's going to wait for his attorney. Harrison enters, um, and Bunk thinks that it's in his head, but, uh, you know... Harrison's like you just what all you did is find out, burn out a burned out tail must fit fifty models have you and then I do love that he says what Monk was imagining of have you ever been inside an auto parts store Mister Monk do you even drive?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he t- he fucking nailed it right on the fucking head.
0: And then he says he's got to go for a reason I think as you an LA native are very familiar with why does he have to leave ASAP?
1: Um, he has to leave because
0: I if you're know? in a building I think in LA in any place with street parking. Why would you need to leave it? Because you don't want to get a
1: ticket. Oh, because he's double parked.
0: Yep, that's how you know he's yeah. a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I fully expect him to be the type to type uh, to type to park in a fucking handicap spot.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, and so as he's being let out in like the bullpen, you know, Stomar says the truth will come out. It always does. And yeah, uh, Evans like, when are you people gonna stop hassling me? You already got the chain snatch, and dope smoker thug who did that, right over there.
1: Yeah, which, you know, they write—Monk, you know, makes it a point. He's like, hey, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did mm. everyone hear this? Mm. The chain was never mentioned in the police mm. report. It was never mentioned in, in the, papers. the newspaper. So there's no fucking way Evan could have known about mm. it. And so there you fucking have it, folks.
0: Exactly. That's what we call guilty knowledge. Juries, eat it up, is what Stubmar says. Um, is
1: that actually a thing?
0: I no? it is, That is what the term is, yes. Um, okay. Okay. But uh, I don't know if Jury's actually eat it up. Um, but um, then he gets under arrest, and Harris uh, says, Do you really want to go up against me? And Monk, you know, he's, he's got the metaphor on deck.
1: Yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's in the batter's box. He's, uh, he knows that uh, Powell has uh, tipped his pitch, and he's just sitting on the curveball. Mm-hmm. And he can hit it this time.
0: Exactly. Uh, he's the, the anti-Willie Mays Hayes. Um, yeah. And so... He well, he may say he can't, can't hit curveballs, and that's, like, his okay. thing. Um, okay. Uh, and so, yeah. He, he leaves, and Monk starts panicking. He's like, I don't even know what that means with curveball. And they give some tips. One, work on not crying. <laughs> and then this is what I love is, you can think Mayday, but don't
1: yell it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, correct. And so... No timeouts or
0: do-overs, for one, also.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of, like... well i wrote all these down
0: because i figured you might not have
1: (laughs) yes thank you so we're back at the courtroom and thank god evan's guilty is evan is found guilty this time of not murdering his wife but murdering uh sarah paddock Mm -hmm. and you know more than anything uh harrison powell's been defeated fuck this guy yeah fantastic yeah are you gonna change the name of your book
0: Exactly, which reminds me of a joke I really like from uh, a season four Doctor Who episode where um, uh, the Doctor is introduced to uh, Suntaran, which is like this warrior race. Where it's like, what's your which name? Which Doctor guy? Uh, David Tennant is uh, the 10th. Is And he's like, what's your name? And it's like, I am Star the Undefeated. And then David Tennant, in his very fast, like, I can't even do justice. I speak incredibly fast, but I can't even as him. He says, well, what if you do get defeated? Will you change it to stall? that used to be undefeated, but now it's not undefeated anymore? So never mind. Which is great stuff when he says it because he's charming and, you know, British. Yeah. Um, Well, Scottish, but he's doing a British accent um, because, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, Have to ask. Russell T. Davies. That's
1: the 10th doctor, baby. Yeah,
0: shout out to he's the best. Uh, I don't think, that's that's like saying that, like, chocolate is good and... You know, pizza's delicious. You know, like that's kind of obvious. No one does it. No one disagrees with that. Um, Cr- and so, uh,
1: Christopher Eccleston is mine. I'm just kidding. I, that, I only watched like three episodes of that show. The I problem, is, yeah, it. the
0: the, the inherent problem that we're trying to get anyone into the new Doctor series because I didn't watch any of the old stuff because I, you know, like my effects to be decent. Um, but uh, I, the hard thing is that the De-
1: first season decent decent is like is a pushing it.
0: I understand that, but you haven't seen clips from the old, <laughs> old stuff. Yeah, like it's I get really it. j- um. But, like, uh, is that the Christopher Eccleston season is just so not good because he's just so not what the Doctor should be. And not that I have that strong of an opinion on that sort of thing, but, man, he just is not uh, equipped to do that. Anywho, um, we then see he's guilty, and they, and then, um, you know, uh, Monk. Natalie's proud of Monk because apparently Monk didn't get rattled. He didn't fix the mic, and then they leave. But Monk has to come back in to do one last thing.
1: Yeah, he's got to adjust the mic. Mic check one more time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's done. Monk's back, baby. Right. Again. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, there's only so many plots that you can have Monk go through. Uh, so um, what do you give this episode out of 10?
1: I gave it an 8 out of 10.
0: I gave it an 8 as well. I think that I like this episode. I think that it um, it's an interesting... Like I said, it's the type of episode that I like that they're doing late in the show. Because I think that they, you know it's structured differently and it actually like is kind of meta in that it it examines how the show works to begin with because there is always something about most detective shows obviously other than Law and Order and with the person being let off in handcuffs and I think it is interesting that they examine like no in the real legal system that's not how it works at all like it's not over when the person is let off in handcuffs you know Um, right but yeah so uh, please uh, you know follow the show at Strictly Munkin I
1: hope people follow you you can follow me at Andre Burrow.
0: And you can follow me at the Jerry Christie. Please rate, if you subscribe, share the show with the bass Monk fan in your life. And more important than that, tune in next week, no, later this week, as we talk about Mr. Monk and The Critic.
1: Let's get funky. Excuse or me? Not. Or not. Let's just get monkey then. <laughs>